0: The mark of the beast will be the greatest temptation human beings have faced so far. The revelation says that nobody will be able to buy or sell without that mark. However, many people do not give much thought to what it will take to resist the temptation to accept that mark. Brother Jack has picked out some news reports and other YouTube clips to give you an idea about how electronic payment and identification technology is infiltrating every aspect of our lives. Let's check it out.
1: Brother Jack here. Soon, if you don't have a microchip, your life will be very difficult. Technology is advancing each day, and many people think that getting a microchip implant is a good idea. Will you resist the mark of the beast? Well... As you know, there are more and more uses for these RFID microchips, that as we get closer to the fulfillment of the Mark of the Beast, there will be more apparently legitimate reasons to accept an RFID microchip implant. There will be so many uses for the chip that those of us who reject it will be totally marginalized. Yes, sooner or later, those of us who are committed to not being a part of the system will be called even terrorists. What would happen then if, with the implantable microchip, you could not only do your banking transactions, keep an eye on and look after your kids, open, close, and start your vehicle, communicate with your cell phone, your tablet, and computer, access airports, bus, and train stations, do your shopping online, do your shopping at a grocery store, or even buy anything in any store, go to see your favorite sports team, go to the cinema, have access to all types of entertainment, join a gym, and of course, travel to any country you want to in the world. But without a microchip, you could do absolutely none of that. Would you then get your microchip implant? I repeat, would you get a microchip implant when it comes to that? Welcome to Amazon Go. Use the Amazon Go
0: app to enter. Then put away your phone and start shopping. It's really that simple. So how does it work? We used computer vision, deep learning algorithms, and sensor fusion, much like you'd find in self-driving cars. We call it Just Walk Out Technology.
1: The technology that we're talking about is called radio frequency identification. What we're doing is we're applying it to an automotive environment. Traditionally, it's used as an unlocking device. We're using it for that purpose, as an unlocking device, but we're also using it to start the vehicle, Close the door, put it in here, and drive away. Right now, I have an RFID chip surgically implanted in my left hand. It allows me to do
0: all the same functions that the card does, but with my hand. And I want you to read carefully what this says up here. Entry for travel, I believe that's what that says. It says prototype perception electronique entrée voyeur. I believe that's French. Um, this is a prototype bus for uh, scanning or biometrics for entering into the bus and using the bus. So this is coming. This is put out by US Customs and Border Protection and regulated by the WHTI, a Western Hemisphere Travel Initiative. It's going to show you how to use your RFID for traveling, especially across borders. we are just explaining to you the simple steps of what will eventually turn out to be scanning your hand as you cross the border. Everybody get ready to scan your hand. You got your scanner? You got your scanner. Okay, let's smile. Either there'll be a green light or a wonderful one world government police official to signal you forward as you glide through the scanner with the outer part of the scan facing outward so that the RFID reader device can easily read the chip. And you're ready to pass the border and you process just fine and your microchip has turned out to be a valuable instrument. She's in grade one and this is her first time having to catch the bus by herself.
1: Now, a little extra security. Students in Elk Island Public Schools are swiping smart cards when they get on and off the bus. The buses themselves have GPS trackers.
0: This technology would enhance student safety to see that the students get on the bus, the GPS, we can watch the buses travel, we can ensure that they, if there's a breakdown or a potential, um, that we can see that they're safe and that the students are traveling.
1: What if you had a secret weapon, an extra layer of safety, so to speak, how far would you go? to keep your children secure.
0: Would you be willing to microchip them? Experts tell us the technology already exists. This is what we're talking about, the microchip. I don't know if you can see it in my hand. It's the size of a grain of rice, very, very small. And the expert that we spoke with actually tells us that barcodes were introduced in the late 1960s. And back then people thought, uh, this is way too invasive and too weird. And now barcodes are so commonplace that we don't even think about them anymore. The expert tells us this will happen sooner rather than later.
1: Okay, so if you forgot your ticket to a a game, a soccer game, in Argentina, it's not a problem because you can use the microchip that's been embedded under your skin by the team. An Argentinian soccer team planning experimentally to this point to offer supporters a chance to implant a microchip in their skin. Let's them walk right through, like easy pass in your car. it's an easy pass. You just walk right into the stadium. But the easy pass is in
0: your car, not in your wrist. These
1: Aussies say they're being microchipped to simplify their lives. Which will connect to my work pass, um, which will allow me access to my office to use the printer, to use the scanner. We won't need any ID cards, we won't need any PIN codes, access cards or anything so we can live a much sort of freer life. The microchip is the size of a grain of rice, and the procedure takes just 15 minutes.
0: I can pay, open doors, and have my business card in there as well.
1: Swedes haven't been shy about upgrading themselves with the new version. Thousands already have microchip implants that they use in their daily lives, waving their hand to gain entrance to the gym, confirm their ID, or make payments. A short moment of pain, not putting them off, becoming part Swede, part machine. Data from your bank card, payment method, building swipe, LinkedIn profile or medical history is cloned onto the chip which is implanted in the hand. Using the same technology as tap and pay cards, the chip can then be used to open security doors, pay for a coffee, use public transport and access information you've programmed onto the chip. If you want to understand how the general public is conditioned to getting used to the RFID chips and how they use a combination of benefits and punishments to pressure people into accepting a new system they want implemented, watch our video, We're Conditioned Step-by-Step for the Mark of the Beast, to see a clear example of how they did that in South America. So what do you think? Will you accept the microchip? Will you do it to fit into society, buy a house, take care of your kids, and start your vehicle? Will you do it to be cool and fashionable? Look, I'm telling you right now, if you accept the mark, if you accept that microchip, you will be condemned. To understand the mark, You need to listen to Jesus Christ. He didn't mention the mark by name, but he said a lot about money. And the mark of the beast represents the culmination of the monetary system under the dominion of Satan here on earth. The time of the mark represents the end of God's patience. It will be the dividing line between those who are loyal to the system and those who are totally committed to God. The only way to prepare ourselves is to take seriously what Jesus said now, before it's too late, and before we have to confront life and death decisions. What hopes do we have of rejecting the mark of the beast if now, when things are extremely comfortable, we don't want to commit ourselves completely to Christ because we love too much the commodities the world offers us? Many preachers say... Accept Jesus into your heart and you will be able to escape. They promise you that you will not have to confront the decision to either accept or reject the mark of the beast because everyone who has said a little prayer inviting Jesus into their heart will be raptured without pain before they have to make that decision. But that is not what Jesus taught. Jesus did say that we should pray at all times to be counted worthy to escape these things and not be ashamed at his coming. But he clearly said that he would return after the Great Tribulation. He gave us many warnings about not letting ourselves be deceived by false prophets and teachers in the last days that would tell us that Jesus would return in secret. Also, how can we say that we accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour if we do not even know what Jesus said about what it means to accept him as our Lord and Saviour. Jesus was very clear in saying that if we want to follow him, we have to give up everything we possess now, that we let go of everything and trust in God for our material needs, that we live simply and stop worrying about money, what others think of us, and even stop worrying about death itself. Many people talk about the Mark of the Beast, about how Satan and secret societies are manipulating and controlling the world, and they talk about accepting Jesus as your Saviour to escape from all of this. But who is paying attention to what Jesus presented as the way of salvation? Open a Bible and read the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. They contain the teachings of Jesus, Read them and practice them and your life will change completely. Let's trust Jesus and not people who continue living contrary to his message. If you are ready to leave the system and dedicate yourself to working for God full time, send us an email to the address on the screen.